episode 396. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Hi, I'm Adam Lewis Walker, host of Awaken Your Alpha, the number one men's development podcast that is also a best-selling book, Awaken Your Alpha, Tows and Tactics to Thrive, and also a TEDx talk, Awaken Your Alpha, How to Rise Up. You can see a theme here, but please do check these out. If you like the talk, if you like the podcast, you will love the book. The book is the best of the best, and it's available on Amazon as a coach and implementer. I'm here for you. I've got your back. Get to the podcast. Hello and welcome to another special episode of the Awakening Your Alpha podcast, episode 396. So this episode is really, again, going to be just a time capsule in there, an ever-changing and quick and crazy, what is ultimately 100 days to start the 2020. Absolute, you know. Woo. So, yeah, this is, well, you see the date this is going out, April 9th, this is recorded, April 9th, this is going out. So in the afternoon, recorded and going out in the afternoon. So I just want to, you know, touch base. And the, the overwhelming theme of these short episodes has always been to keep it very current and up to date with what's going on and thoughts of the week. Um, so again, I've got so many guests I want to share and the urge and the, the, you know, the push on the discipline was that I'm just going to put these guests out, you know, busy and lots of, you know, stuff going on. But I thought, no, now more than ever is a time for connection and to be current and to, to be to be real, so to be, to be realistic of what's going on. So I'm just going to share some of um, my experiences and they are what they are, not better, not worse. It's, it's just what they are. And I'd love you to share your experiences on any of the social media platforms that you find this on or find me on. Um, Cause it is, it is helpful for me to hear other people and how they're dealing with it. And the, one of the luxuries of a podcast is I do speak to a lot of people on a daily basis all around the world, regardless of the um, pandemic that's going on now. So, and that's an unfortunate position in that sense, it hasn't been a huge immediate impact, but obviously certain people who, you know, may, may be on the fence and would have become clients uh, may have just, I've definitely had a couple that, again, I don't know, they would they have, would they have moved forward, but I've definitely had a lot of the lines of, you know, let me just see how things pan out for the next couple of months which, you know, um, you've got to push on. I think it's important. And my belief is, you know, as soon as I was speaking to someone yesterday, as soon as this all really kicked off, I actually had the urge to, you know, invest in other people more because I wanted to keep, keep everything flowing. And I feel like, you know, one of my core quotes that I believe in in my approach to life is life shrinks and expands in proportion to your courage. And as everyone kind of tucks in and, let's not confuse courage with um, quarantine because <laughs> I'm fully quarantined. We're like halfway through kind of week four in our personal quarantine. And then I think generally the U S is about a week ahead of the official quarantine um, compared to the UK. So by, by being bold, I mean, and courageous and, you know, keeping the economy flowing is not to act in a scared way and let fear rule your actions, but be sensible. You know, fear is there for a reason in terms of self-preservation at the, the base level. And there's a reason it's uh, important because obviously if you don't fear certain things like a cliff edge or a, a crazy virus that's cracking on, then you will ultimately die. Um, and so let's not confuse and mix words there. So here's some updates. I mean, last time I did a short show like this was with a particularly a doctor. I'm not going to repeat old ground. So in the last, I'm probably just put it into the last week because things move so quickly. And 
I mean, how do you get your information, your news? I, I shared a, a thought earlier in the week around in this moment, have objective thought in this moment, have selfless actions in this moment, have based on a Marcus Aurelius quote, um, you know, if you think about the ancient Greeks and just human humans as a, you know, as a species, we've been there, done it. You know, there's been viruses before. There will be virus beyond this. So in terms of your objective thought, don't just, I mean, for me personally in America, the news there is always, even if there's not a pandemic going on, it's always fear, 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 breaking news, breaking news. Um, I don't particularly watch the news. Uh, people say, well, well, how are you going to find it if anything you know, important happens? How could you avoid this news? Um, <laughs> so when something important that happens, people will tell you. Um, and in this, I mean, I probably upped my news consumption just a smidge, but again, being very disciplined, because if you watched, as I know some people do, um, say like the news all the time, I know my parents have been watching um, too much and they've got to the point now where they're like, we don't watch as much because it's the same old same old and it's you know it's um that's going to be you know what you put into your mind and it's um it's one um one source so my personal preference and this is not every day it was initially every day when you know things were really um cracking on now it's probably every other day you know if it's and i do it and again this won't work for some people because my wife does not want to look at any of this stuff before, just before bed because it's not good for her mental health Whereas me, um, I just like to leave it, do my whole day. You know, she pops to bed and then I just have a little five minute highlight of the UK. I like BBC and Channel 4 to get, again, two variations. And then uh, maybe a small bit of the US just to get that balanced, um, more balanced opinion, I should say. Um, and go from there just to see if anything major going on because you know the UK reports it different to the US the UK reports on the US and the US reports on the UK so I think it's important and to see the variation of like how much people hype stuff up or don't and uh, their you know the, the statistics they focus in on um, you know because what you focus on amplifies and grows so that would be some of the things big news obviously really feel for Boris Johnson in the UK um, he's been having struggling with coronavirus for a bit and over the last few days he's gone into hospital and then it stepped up to intensive care so he's he's kind of you can't really say i'm doing okay but he's stable in intensive care and still kind of running the country um so that's kind of there um yeah the u.s i mean nothing new trump and all of what he does i mean different scenario different environment obviously different war he's always going to be looking for some kind of war whether it's with another country or on this virus um so he's just doing what he does um you know inconsistent um mixed messages i think would be fair to even regardless of your political opinions but obviously this whole thing is um developing and changing changing ish quite quick but you know the uh, smart people the scientists they're not surprised. I'm not saying I'm a smart person, but I listen to smart people. And so I'm not surprised in the way this is going. Okay. So that's kind of where we're at there. We, we passed the million infected mark for the world. Um, US is now has the highest amount of infected. It's obviously it's a huge country. 
and people could be like asking me personally about oh my goodness the US and I'm, you know each state in the US is like the size of the UK or the or even England so there's a huge variation in in the governors of different places and it's like a load of different countries in some ways and then even in my state um, Michigan Detroit is getting hit hard which is Michigan but it's a world away from you know up on the Great Lakes in the wilderness where I am so you know it's a real mixed bag um, UK's just announced today that um, after their three weeks of in, in their words grace period it's that's kind of over and they've had to you know and just a small police force had to close down 600 parties during the lockdown, you know, bouncy castles, fireworks, DJs. Um, yeah. So for example, in Manchester, one thousand over a thousand incidents reported like this um, in a week. So the, you know, people are not getting it or they're getting it and they're just thinking they can have a little bit of it, an exception to the rule and it's putting a lot of people at risk. So the UK, they're stepping it up. They're enforcing, um, they are going to be, you know, giving people criminal records and yeah fines and really clamping down so i think that's a good thing that doesn't make any difference to people who are actually doing what's been asked so um unless you're a bit of a wrong don't even worry about that <laughs> um any other big news yeah boris is getting better um as i say it's 100 days roughly of the the, the virus um the first case we've reported um world health organization um, on New Year's Eve, talk about start 2020, blimey. So, you know, what will the next um, 100 days um, hold? Whew, right. Um, I mean, same kind of, I remember speaking to my boys right at the start of all this, you know, it's not like you go out to get hurt, but like be very, very careful in, in terms of some of the crazy activities we do because you don't want to be going to the hospital for a, um, you know, stitches on like a an injury that you've done so and that's i mean in the uk again i, I follow all of their stats their lowest um point since records began in terms of accident and emergency out attendances because no one wants to go there and i'm sure people might have gone there before obviously you've got the nhs there they're thinking actually i i'm going to deal with this at home i'm not going to go in for a, a small um small issue so <clears throat> yes um this past week i've had some very interesting conversations and i suppose it's to approach to all this and sometimes i think what are people focusing on and i just want to share my personal belief um because if you you know some people are freaking out over like oh i want to get back to work and the kids are, are we, oh it's just been announced officially in the last week or so that uh, the schools here in michigan at least are officially not going back till the next school year at the earliest so september not particularly news to me because it's like I think everyone had kind of prepared for that and that hasn't been officially um, announced in the UK at all um, and people are like oh my god what are we gonna do with our kids um, the reality is I feel if you do and it's generalizing because I didn't need particularly any more of this but I mean there's lots of people and it hasn't been a huge change to my lifestyle but I feel across the board and looking at the positives and just loving seeing the positives that are coming out and what people are making of this a break for both parents and children in terms of work or working from home or opening your mind to the potentials of working from home and spending more time with your children. Again, I'm not saying all the people are spending more time with their children. I'm not particularly, I'm spending a lot of time, but I always do. Um, maybe that's just the one thing that as a, as a global 
community we needed. We didn't. We don't need more school. We need more quality time with um, close family. And I know we can't, you know, out of our households, we can't really do that at the moment. But I mean, some of the stuff I've been seeing is beautiful, and people have, you know, historically overworked and spend long hours at, at work. That option's been taken away from them, so they are making. I hope making the best. But then on the flip side, I understand. I did say quality time. If you um, <clears throat> are in a, you know, a not an ideal situation, the last thing you want is to have that abusive person um, in a lockdown scenario. So I get it. Anyway, that's my fault. And as a, you know, a teacher for almost a decade, don't worry about kids' school. As in, like missing the school aspect, they get plenty. They're hot, you know, eighteen years or sixteen years, huge amount of time in school. Um, on a side point. I'm, I'm definitely believing homeschooling is too, too long a period to just let them. They need, we, we all need structure. But on a side point, I've always said um, a couple of things is from a teacher and a parent that frustrate me. PE should be every day. It's not like you say, okay, I'm not going to eat today because it's Tuesday. Um, in terms of physical education, why, if we're saying, you know, like in the pandemic, move your body every day. Why do we not then do that as, um, you know, in schools in the US and the UK and all over the world? So I've always said that um, and I start my day, you know, outside of this pandemic with some physical exercise. So the fact that if the nation or nations become generally more health conscious and aware, um, it's literally facing death, you know, facing death that is giving them a kick up the arse to start making healthier choices, both physically and um, nutritionally, good. Um, also, you know, you, you, you can organise your own homeschool. We have our little curriculum <laughs> or our little schedule every day. Starts off, and we do a lot more than this, but as in like the basics, we literally have <laughs> um, PE first, we have a little bit of you know, reading, but it's more just optional. It just kind of ha naturally happens. Um, PE maths english um, the core stuff i mean what do i use now as an adult what do you use an adult unless you're in a very academic specialized um arena i mean the the ability to live survive be healthy thrive is physical and nutritional and then mentally um that's important as well and that largely linked to um to physical activity as well and then being able to communicate using the English language, if that's your preference, or any language, um, and then also, you know, to add up two and two, it's quite useful. If you're in any kind of business or work, you know, that's important too. Um, I just hear my wife coming down now. You all right, Christina? Just recorded. You just popping out? Yeah, so you're going to work. Um, yeah, and then we're being flexible. So my wife has the ability to, to pop in um, to school briefly to do some admin stuff um, yeah so there we go as, as a, you know, that side of things so I'm about to tag into um, you know spending some time with the boys and um, yeah I've got some interviews later tonight so in terms of the school side of things the homeschooling that's a lot of uh, pressure on some people I fundamentally disagree with homework 
only is core, obviously there's always exceptions to the rule, but as, as a principle, um, my boys, for example, and I'm just putting it down to my experiences as a teacher and as a parent, my boys are dropping off 7.45. They're at school till three o'clock. Their working day is longer than mine. You know, once I drop them off, I do my morning routine. I probably start work, what you'd call work. But again, I, I, I look at, um, you know, things like my physical movement before I start the, the work stuff as part of my day, as an essential. Um, and then my morning read and getting myself, you know, doing some, spending some time, um, you know, on mental wellness first as well. And then I'm ready to crack them from nine, nine till only 2.45, go pick them up. And then I may, if it's relevant, and I may do a little bit later, but generally, if it's an average day, no. So they do a longer day anyway, and they work hard. It's about quality, not necessarily quantity, and they're already doing more. Then what are we teaching our generation? They come home, they work hard, they do all their work, they performed. And then, so we, then we're saying do homework in the evening. And if they're younger children, they go to bed reasonable time. They come home, they've got work to do. So... Are we preparing people for, okay, neglect your social, neglect your health and work all day, come home and work in the evening in your home environment. I'm just chucking it out there. I do not agree with that. I never have agreed with it and it is what it is. So the fact that people are freaking out that, oh, they're missing so much school, probably done too much school already. So let's take the benefits of this break and open, you know, people's minds to a different way, a different option. Homeschooling seems quite big in the US. And, um, you know, this, the thing about homeschooling is the social. That's one of the reasons why I wouldn't long-term homeschool my kids because of I want that social interaction with the outside world and with, you know, their peers. Um, but will I take them traveling for six months or a year? Oh, yeah. That's what I want to do at some point. Um, so, yeah. There's more than one way to get the outcome. And I think a, lot, a, a lot's going to be open in terms of how teachers teach. Um, with this distance, distance thing, everyone's loving Zoom at the moment. You know, I've been loving Zoom for six years and I'll continue to love Zoom. Um, so <laughs> that's just a method that I'm recording this now. And I do all my, a lot of my trainings um, and a lot of, well, all of my interviews also. So there we go. I think it's exposing people who maybe wouldn't have been exposed to technology quicker sooner and in some cases they might not have done it at all so they're my thoughts this week i hope you're oh the other side of things it's like what are you focusing on at this point i've had some very interesting conversations with and again i won't go to this too much because i want to be um, confidential ish with, with all this um i've been in uh, someone high up in the ted organization contacted me about all my what they called a unique perspective on the the platform as it were, with my podcast, the Talk Accelerator podcast. You'll see in the background if you're watching this video, and also um, the guests I share on the show. And this is the guests I share on the show are TEDx speakers and TEDx um, organizers, and a massive variety from lots of different countries, lots of different backgrounds, lots of different perspectives. But they they all share. There's some common themes in there that. Um, this person who remained nameless was surprised at, at my perspective and their perspective from the outside in as an independent, I'm not affiliated. And I think it's important to have these independent bodies looking at different things that are going on so they can speak freely as it were. 
Um, it's just an interesting perspective and left me feeling that was quite a weird conversation in the end um, in terms of people being proactive to get on these certain stages. I mean, my whole thing is amplify your message, amplify your mission with Awaken Your Alpha. And, and if, you, if, you know, if you want something, you've got that clarity, then you go and make things happen. You become the hunter in any area of your life and put yourself in environments where the opportunities are there and then take, make the most of them because no one's going to hand you these things. And it was actually the concept of um, organizers finding speakers, which does happen. It is a piece of that whole format. Um, it just isn't, the reality is it just isn't as big as maybe people think and including um, the organization themselves that um, there's more people actually being proactive and going out and making it happen in their life, which I think is brilliant. Um, and then on the flip side, I then interviewed just this morning a speaker who spoke, who's the, like a record holder in terms of how many TEDx talks he's done in such a short period of time, which is on the surface, I'm like, that is quite weird. And I mentioned it to the, the, the TED organization. Um, so I had a lot of questions and I'll be sharing that in the, the coming weeks because, you know, it's not what it seems on the surface and um, it's very interesting. And if it's, it's, if it's coming from the right place of just, why not? You know, it's about everything I stand for is about amplifying your message and helping others to do that. Book publishing, podcasting, speaking on stages, whether they are any stage is just a method and a tool to amplify someone's mission and message. So I'm all for it. If it's positive, I'm all for it. So anyway, amplify your mission double down on things, you know, be courageous, be bold, <laughs> but do the right thing. Okay. Hope you enjoyed this. And uh, there's big things as I continue to amplify Awaken Your Alpha and my mission and message with the six year anniversary and the 400th episode coming in literally two weeks. And I've got a few things up my sleeve as I'm doubling down and really going big in these times. And um, on a side note, um, purely on that as well, in right in the epicenter of, I know there's a bit of a lag, I suppose, epicenter in the weeks following, March was one of uh, the, the better, let's just say one of the better months in business from, for my stuff. Um, and it would have been even better, I'm sure, if the virus, but I don't know if that's because I was very proactive and in kind of a facing the problems that people are having and, and anticipating what's, you know, people are going to, What's, what's happening, the reality. Um, and that was one of the third things, you know, it's that objective thinking, selfless action and acceptance of what is. This is the world we're in at the moment. Deal with it. I'll speak to you next week. This podcast is brought to you by The Talk Accelerator, helping thought leaders increase influence, income and impact by achieving their talk. If you'd like to find out more about how you can get onto the red spot, please do head over to talkaccelerator.com. That's talkaccelerator.com. You can also book in your complimentary idea clarity call there to talk through any potential ideas you may have. What is your idea worth sharing? I'd love to hear about it and I'd love to speak with you very soon.
the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.